Welcome to another episode of Not So Vanilla. I am your host, Chloe, and this is the place, the open space, where you and I can discuss the not-so-traditional ways of living your most authentic life. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Not So Vanilla. Thrilled to have you here, and thank you so much for continuing to tune in. Can't believe we're on to episode six. I want to do a bit of a shout out today, actually, to those that are tuning in from around the globe. Yes, I see you and I love that you are tuning in to Not So Vanilla. Honestly, it's amazing to see. So hello to our friends in Germany. We've got friends in Belgium, France, Norway, Ireland. We've got the UK, US, Indonesia, Singapore. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thrilled to have you here. And yeah, it's just amazing that we're able to connect uh, across the world. Okay, the week that's been pretty exciting, actually. A lot of stuff has happened, which always seems to be the case. I feel like I'm going to have a week, guys, where nothing happens and it's just this really boring vanilla update, but not yet. So here we go. Um, What happened? I launched a consulting business. So that's fun. I'm doing career coaching. So if you need any guidance with your CV, LinkedIn, or just figuring out your career, I'm your gal. Also doing some talent acquisition and recruitment services on the side, a bit of an advisory service. So that's fun. Um, And foodie blog is going well. Look, I just get to eat a lot of food. It's great. Love it. Baby Chloe would be thrilled to know adult Chloe is eating food as one of her jobs. Um, Look, I've had a love of food from a very young age. I was never a fussy eater. I always ate all the food. Um, So really it's just meant to be. There's actually this story. My mum always tells me I, um, when I think it was maybe my first or second birthday and you know, at birthday parties, they've got like the table and all the food laid out (laughs) and there were these plates of Frankfurts and um, it's, I don't know if they really, use them at kids parties these days but it was such like a favorite when I was a kid Uh, and these little sausage frankfurts anyway so what happened was I'm standing there in like this cute little pink smock dress thing um, and I pick up a couple of frankfurts in my right hand I pick up another couple of frankfurts in my left hand and clearly I didn't have enough frankfurts so I then proceed to put my face in the bowl of frankfurts and start eating it like a dog I'm, this is, keep in mind, this is like me as a one or two, I think it must've been a two-year-old, just like stuffing my face with food already. So look, it's not really a surprise that I've ventured out into food as one of my businesses. Uh, but look, I think baby Chloe would just be absolutely thrilled to know that this is what I'm doing with my life. So this is fun. I was meant to go on a date over the weekend Yeah, I know, right? Uh, It was with a couple. They reached out to me through this website I'm on. Um, Yes, it was a couple, male, female, and they were looking for a male, female, female experience. Um, So it's not like they wanted a polyamorous relationship where I'd, you know, start dating them. It was more a sexual thing. Um, So how that all kind of works is that you might have someone reach out to you. They'll send you this message saying, hey, are you interested in... um, this kind of experience, whether, I don't know, that's like a threesome, female, female, male, whatever it is. Um, and generally well, my, what I like to do is set up like a date. You meet the person, you have a drink with them, you get their vibe, understand the couple dynamic, all of that. Um, just to, you know, see if it's a good, good match. There's some compatibility or chemistry there. And then you take it from there. Um, it's, it's funny. It's like what I was saying in the BDSM part two episode, it's almost like that business negotiation style thing. Um, but yeah, anyway, I was more interested in the female to be honest. Um, and 
you know, the male was just like an add-on. I was like, yeah, cool, like maybe. But, you know, at this stage, I'm more interested in pursuing females over men um, just because I've got my dom and, you know, he gives me a lot of satisfaction uh, emotionally and we have our other ways. Um, but, yeah, look, you know, if someone came across my lap in some way, shape or form, I uh, might entertain it. But anyway, so went to go on this date and everything's looking good. I find like a really cute bar. They were like, oh, we don't really know bars or restaurants in Sydney. I'm like, well, you're talking to the right person. So um, yeah, I found this cool bar and it was meant to be for Saturday night and it was raining and I was tired from everything that I've been doing and I cancelled yes I'm that person that cancelled last minute well look it wasn't last minute I was going to get charged like some crazy fee it was a Maryvale um so I definitely had to cancel in the morning but I just honestly wasn't feeling it I was tired the vibes were off and I just couldn't be bothered in all honesty and just didn't have the energy for it. I'm putting my energy into a lot of different things at the moment. So just going on a date with a couple of people where I just didn't even know if we would have like a good um, connection or chemistry or something like that. I just didn't have time for it. I didn't have the energy. I think there is a difference um, with canceling on something like that um, or canceling on, you know, something that's of really high importance. And look, obviously, it's never ideal to cancel on someone, but also I think it's important to talk about where your energy is going. And if you're doing things that are going to better your life or give you value or make you happy and all of that, like why would you burn energy on something you're not really that interested in? Like, yeah, I thought it would be fun. They reached out like, cool, let's go on a date. And it's interesting when I was in my twenties, I would always be like, yes, yes, I'm the yes girl. I go on all the dates. I do all the experiences. I do everything. But now I'm just like, no, nah, if I don't feel like it, I don't do it. Talking about fulfillment, uh, that takes me on to the topic of today's episode. So funnily enough, I was inspired by today's episode from watching a movie. I watched the most recent Emma Thompson movie, actually. Uh, it's called Good Luck to You, Leo Grand. And I watched it with my sister the other night. And it's all about a woman in her 60s, who's lived a life void of any sexual enjoyment or fulfillment. So she hires an ex escort. Um, she hopes to change that, hopes to, you know, find some kind of sexual awakening um, and just, I guess, get some enjoyment out of it. You know, she's never had an orgasm. Her and her husband had the same sex their entire married life, like really sad stuff. And um, in the movie, when like, as obviously the movie progresses and, um, you know, it is all about how she does, find that sexual fulfillment and the the journey she goes on and all of that. And I'm not going to, you know, give spoilers, but she says this line about how being sexually fulfilled makes you feel energized. It makes you feel powerful. Like you can achieve anything. And I have to say, when she said that, it really resonated with me because I thought, you know what? I feel exactly the same. You know, when I'm in a relationship or I'm seeing someone and the sex is great and I'm getting what I want, I'm asking for what I want, I'm feeling fulfilled. I feel great in so many different ways. You know, I feel confident, I feel powerful. I feel like I can achieve anything. And I'm like, is this purely down to the fact I'm having some great orgasms or am I just feeling good about myself? And I've done some research. I've read a lot of journal articles over the last week and guys, it's the truth. If you're having good sex, you are going to have a good life. In this particular article, they firstly talk about the psychological factors that come into play when you experience 
sexual climax or an orgasm. Um, of course, you get a huge rush of endorphins, which is similar to, you know, doing a really intense workout, um, which makes sense. You get a massive release of the oxytocin chemical, which is the love drug, those warm and fuzzy feelings, that feeling of being calm, being content. And then you also get a huge release of dopamine, which is the pleasure, the satisfaction, the rewards, that feel good chemical. So, you know, obviously this is why we get so addicted to orgasms. And when you get a good one, you're like, oh my God, I need more of that because your body is just experiencing all these feel good chemicals. Um, and of course, you know, when these chemicals are released, your body then, uh, you know, stress is reduced. Um, it helps relieve any kind of pain. You feel really relaxed. I don't know about you guys, but whenever I have a hangover, I will definitely masturbate a few times in the morning. I call it the hangover hornies. I feel like it's definitely a thing, but if you think about it, that huge release of all those positive chemicals, if you have a hangover, if you're feeling like shit, you've got a bit of anxiety, you've got a headache, whatever it is, just have an orgasm and you'll feel 100% better. Trust me, it works. I'm going to trademark it. It's called the Chloe Hangover Cure. Um, give it a go, report back, and let me know how it goes for you. <laughs> So then after all these amazing chemicals are released, you start to feel more happy naturally. Um, you start to feel more confident. You're you've got a bit more of a positive self-image, less insecurities. You know, you're, you're not feeling as stressed, anxious or worried or anything like that because all of these chemicals that are released, the oxytocin, the endorphins, the dopamine are countering that. So, you know, it's just really encouraging us to have some really great sex. <laughs> Another article I read went on to talk about the physical benefits of sex or increased sex. Um, so look, obviously it's clear how sex affects us um, psychologically and the chemical releases that go through the body. Um, but of course, having more sex is gonna get you fitter. Sex is a form of exercise. So according to the American Heart Association, sexual activity is equivalent to moderate physical activities. So like a brisk walk or, you know, climbing a flight of stairs. So guys, if you're trying to get your 10,000 steps in, or if you're trying to, if you miss a workout, just have some sex and you'll be sorted. This article then goes on to talk about how increased sex can enhance brain function. So that's where you're looking at your cognitive ability, um, brain cells start to spike. Look, you're just getting more smarter. The more sex you have, the smarter you're going to be. It then goes on to discuss uh, all these other physical benefits like, um, you know, improved immune function, lower pain levels, uh, better cardiac health and all these other benefits like obviously you're going to have an increased libido, um, you know, you might have a better sense of smell, healthier teeth, better digestion, glowing skin. And look, I, I would have to say when I returned back from my trip in LA, my skin was absolutely glowing. So look, guys, it all comes back to understanding the importance of asking for what you want and what you need and what you desire. Because if having good sex and understanding the superpower of your own sexual fulfillment can increase your own self-esteem and your, your self-worth and improve your life for the better, then why wouldn't you be paying attention to that? Why wouldn't you be putting energy into that? And why wouldn't you be deeming that as something important? I think this also ties into the importance of sexual compatibility. You know, there's, I guess you have those conversations where you talk about how important is, how important is sex in a relationship. And clearly, as we can see, it is critically important. Um, there's so many, so many facets of a successful relationship. And look, you know, I've had a fair few relationships in my time. I'm not married. Um, you know, I haven't experienced that that true, true love um, from my side yet. 
So look, you know, I can only say so much on that, but I still would say that any, any couple that is truly happy together or in a very successful marriage or partnership or whatever it is, I would, I'd be pretty confident in hearing from them that they have a good sex life or they understand each other's needs. Um, they know what each other wants and desires and they, and they respect that and they listen to that and they communicate with each other and, and they make sex an important part of their relationship. Um, yeah, I'd be pretty confident that that, that that would be how they would say their sexual relationship was. If you are in a relationship where perhaps sex isn't deemed as important or it's not really something that's spoken about or you don't feel like you're getting the sexual uh, pleasure or potential satisfaction you could get out of sex with that person, then maybe it is time to take a step back. And of course, look at all the good. Like I'm sure there's a lot of good in that relationship because you're in the relationship, but never underestimate the importance of having a good sexual relationship with that person as well. And not just for yourself, but also for them. Um, do you talk about their needs? Do you talk about their desires? Uh, how much how much do you know about what they want and what they need? Uh, having those kind of conversations opens up the table to a lot of opportunity to enjoy each other in so many different ways. It's really exciting too, you know, if you're with someone that you've been with for a while and you haven't really, I don't know, this hasn't been like a, a hot topic you've talked about, like how exciting that you can talk about this whole new thing, you know, like get a nice dinner going, have some wine, start talking about sex and get it on guys. Like, That'd be super hot, super fun. Love that for anyone out there that's going to um, going to do that after this episode. <laughs> I definitely have my own experience in um, being with a partner where we perhaps, I don't know if we weren't sexually compatible. Like I, we did have good a good, like, you know, when we did have good sex, um, you know, we were compatible. It wasn't like it was really awkward or terrible or anything like that. Like our bodies worked well together. Um, and we did, you know, we did love each other as well, though. What, um, what happened is that, uh, my partner at the time, he wanted more sex than I was able to give. And like, Jesus Christ, like I'm, I'm pretty sexual. So if I'm with someone and I'm not giving them enough sex or we're not having enough sex then I'm like, damn, like I can't keep up with that. You know, I try, I try. But, you know, there's only so much I can do. I'm a busy girl. Anyway, that's not the point of what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> what I'm meaning to say is that he didn't think I was giving him enough. So then I felt inadequate, um, though what I failed to communicate was that I had more needs and desires that he wasn't necessarily meeting when we were having sex. So that in turn kind of turned me off um, having sex as regularly as he wanted. Um, so it was a communication fail on mostly my part, actually, when I look at it, because he was telling me exactly what he wanted, but then I was just, you know, obviously not reciprocating that. Um, and I was feeling, I don't know why I didn't really share it, but I just didn't talk as much as I should have around what my specific needs were that um, he perhaps wasn't, uh, wasn't meeting. And when we finally did have the conversation around, you know, I voiced that I was feeling inadequate, um, that I wasn't enough, all of that, blah, blah, blah. Um, and he obviously didn't want me to feel that way. And I said, well, look, I think if, if you're wanting to have more sex, like maybe we can try it like this, or maybe we can do this before sex. Um, so I started to talk about what I needed more of in order to then indeed want more of that sex. So Look, it's so interesting when I look at that after doing this research or discussing the topics we did just before around that whole, you know, um, the impact of 
not being sexually satisfied. You know, we were we were having sex, it was good, but I didn't feel like my needs were being met. So, you know, I, I felt anxious, I had low self-esteem, I didn't feel good enough, all of those negative things. Um, you know, which are the complete opposite of how you're meant to feel when you have sex. So if you are feeling any of those things, if you are feeling that you're not good enough, your needs aren't being met, then that is not the point of sex. The point of sex is to feel amazing, to have the best, best self-esteem in the world, to be confident, to be an absolute powerhouse. It is a superpower. Sexual satisfaction is a superpower. So find your superpower, identify it, figure it out, and then absolutely own that. And I can assure you, your life will change for the better. If I look at my relationships where sex is amazing, um, obviously it comes down to a topic that I talk about all the time, and that is communication. So once you understand what your needs and desires are, communicating that with your partner, having a safe space where you can feel like you can explore that, and then um, and then discovering that with each other. You know, I can't emphasize enough the impact, the positive impact that will have not only on yourself, but also on your relationship. And if you're single, you do not need to have a partner or be married or anything like that to have sexual satisfaction or fulfillment. Firstly, you can get off on your own very well. There's plenty of toys out there to be able to do that and discover your sexual satisfaction. And whether you have sex with someone or by yourself, the orgasm will still have the same impacts on the body. So you don't need to have another person to experience those endorphins, the dopamine and oxytocin release. I would have to say that easily for the past six plus months, I've felt pretty fantastic about myself most of the time. Um, I've asked for what I want. I put myself out there. I'm not afraid of being vulnerable. Um, I'm not afraid of failing. Um, I know my value. I know my worth. And if someone doesn't like that, then they can walk away. So I've got a couple of tasks that I want you guys to do. Um, we're all going to find our sexual superpower. <laughs> we're going to tap into it. We're going to recharge it. We're going to find it. And then we're going to test it. So if you're in a relationship or you're married or if any kind of relationship, I really, this week, I really want you to have some kind of pleasurable experience. Yes, I'm telling you guys to have sex or do something that is going to give both of you an orgasm in some way. Or if it's not an orgasm, just some very pleasurable experience where you get those similar feelings of the dopamine, oxytocin, and, and that massive endorphin release. I like definitely for me, I've experienced that without having an orgasm. So an orgasm isn't necessary. Like obviously it will boost that and take it to another level, but it isn't completely necessary. So if you're in a relationship, whatever it is, give each other some pleasure this week, have an experience. And then I really want you to think about how you felt before that experience and then how you feel afterwards and really pinpoint it, really understand it and really acknowledge it. If you're single, do a solo session. And again, do the same thing. Look at how you felt before and then look at how you feel afterwards and maybe write a few things down, you know, maybe write three words of um, some kind of feelings you had pre-orgasm and then the feelings you had post-orgasm or post um positive sexual experience if, if you're not going to orgasm. So I want really want you to write that down because I think it's important that we identify how our body and our mind and our selves change when we do experience some kind of sexual satisfaction. Isn't it amazing how we discover these kind of things, guys? Like, <laughs> I don't know about you, but 
I think it's pretty incredible that something like sex, uh, which can be a bit of a taboo subject, um, definitely in various cultures around the world, it's this topic that people can't even talk about generations ago in, in Australia, for sure. Um, it just wasn't something you would even voice or have a conversation around, but it has all this potential to change your life. Um, whether you have a positive experience or a negative experience with sex, the implications of that and how that affects you as a person is, is astronomical. So I just find it so interesting that we are only just starting to talk about it more openly. Something that has such a profound effect should be something that is talked about in a more open way. Um, and that's what I hope to do on this podcast is just reduce the stigma of sex, uh, make it something that we can talk about a little bit more and be comfortable with that and not be ashamed of it and, you know, help each other feel that they are in a safe environment to perhaps voice concerns they have, get advice from each other, talk about issues, problems, all of that. Um, you know, why should we be keeping it all to ourselves? Why should it all be behind four walls where we can't feel like we can talk to anyone about it? You know, let's let's make each other feel comfortable. Let's help each other feel safe and let's help each other have the best sex possible. Just imagine a world where you are getting regular sexual satisfaction you're feeling fulfilled you feel like a powerhouse every single day you walk out of your house and you're like i'm gonna own this day i feel fucking fabulous i'm so confident i know my self-worth i know my value and i'm incredible imagine if you felt like that every single day like look we can all dream right of course we're gonna have bad days that's just normal but if you can have more good days than bad i think we're on the right track and if you can use sex to do that, what a way to live, guys. Come on. And that takes us to the end of another episode of Not So Vanilla. Today we've talked about our superpower, our superpower being sexual satisfaction. And honestly, guys, it brings me so much joy and absolute excitement. I just love the thought of people listening to this episode, going home to their significant other and talking about maybe something really kinky or a fantasy or just something vanilla that they haven't done that they would really like to do and that they feel that they will get some kind of enjoyment out of. You know, I hope that I can encourage people to feel um, empowered to do that. And that just brings me so much joy to know that people are out there doing that. And if you are a single solo person, knowing that you're going to go home and just try and figure out your own body and your own pleasure and what makes you tick. That also just makes me extremely happy to know that this podcast can have such a positive uh, impact and effect on your life. As always, if you did enjoy today's episode, please give me a star rating on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. We are available on all platforms now. Please share with your networks if you haven't done so already. I see every single share, download, rating. So thank you, thank you so much for all of your support. Have a great week, everyone. Enjoy living a little bit unconventionally and let's chat next Wednesday.